0: Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family marriage podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast.
1: One of the best analogies I've heard in a while about marriage is that it's like playing a sport where you and your spouse are on the same team, but sometimes it feels like you're on opposite teams playing against each other. I'm John Fuller, joined by Dr. Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin. And um, along the way, Erin, did, what did you think as I said that about playing against each other or playing on the same team?
0: Typically, I would say most couples that come in for counseling are playing on opposite sides of the court. They're against each other and they're adversarial. They don't even know it because they many of them have never thought about, oh, we we are on the same team. And so often what I'll see is you know high conflict they're critical, they're disconnected. There's just this back and forth, this tug of war, this emotional tug of war that goes back and forth, but nothing ever gets solved. Hmm. And they definitely don't get what they want. Most want to be connected.
2: And it's so hard because we all are born with a very clear sense of, I want what I want. I mean, we're all selfish. Come on. And I think marriage really shows us just how selfish we are because there has to be room for both people that's a part of being on a team and yet there's many times it's hard because i know what i want it's sometimes tricky to get aaron to want what i want (laughs) (laughs) that takes work right we'll be back in a few minutes
1: and let you know how that works out for Greg. (laughs) right now let's go ahead and hear from a conversation that jim daly and his wife jean had along with psychologist dr kevin lehman Uh, Kevin explained how different personalities can often clash in a marriage.
3: Kevin, one secret you identify that can lead to a stronger, healthier marriage, so the listeners are leaning in, and that is to understand your spouse's temperament. Um, What's that mean? I think I understand that, but how and why is that important?
4: Well, you know, we're all wired differently. Uh, People come out of the womb differently. There's four personality types that have been Uh, talked about for years, and that's the melancholic. Now, I'm the guy that wrote the birth order book, and whenever I think about the melancholic, I think of the only children. We're going to do it the right way. (laughs) And some of you are married to people who know exactly the right way to do things.
5: I'm a little offended by that. I wasn't an only child, but... But she knows the right way. <laughs> yeah.
4: Afterward, we need to discuss your birth order in your family because there's, there's something amiss there oh, that yes. you could do what there's you've done lot. in life and not be the firstborn. That's a baffler to me, but uh, the cholerics are the do it my way. So you got to do it the right way, you got to do it my way. Those guys are psychological first cousins. They're very, very similar. (laughs) So, choleric in the birth
3: order, where does that usually fall?
4: The firstborn. Firstborn as well. Yeah, And and again, all you firstborn children who are listening, you got in trouble for what your younger sister and brother did. I don't care what she did. Mm -hmm. You're the oldest. I expect more to you. So, a lot of leadership comes from the firstborn, okay? And then, of course, you have the phlegmatics. Now, if there's one thing I'd hate to be called in life... (laughs) It's a phlegmatic. It sounds like something you'd get in the ocean that would stick to your skin and you couldn't get rid of it. I mean, I never liked that term. But those are those adorable middle children who are the peanut butter and jelly of the sandwich. They're the the best part. They they mediate. They're peacemakers. They go with the flow. And and then, of course, there's the sanguines like Kevin Lehman, and that's do it the fun way. But here's what's interesting in marriage. I identify with that. Oh, yeah. There's only one way, the fun way. We're sanguine. (laughs) But you marry the list maker. I always tell people, Sandy and I, we live in a two-story house. Her story and mine. (laughs) (laughs) We do see things so differently. Oh, yes. And I call her the Martha Luther because she's the great reformer. (laughs) And, and it's like I'm the leopard, and she's going to take out her psychological Brillo pad and start working on my spots. And ladies, this man, it's who he is. Your job is to get behind his eyes, see how he sees life. Your job, gentlemen, is to get behind your wife's eyes and to really to understand what makes Jean tick. And she's not like any other women. So when you and I are talking about women today or men, keep in mind all men are not the same. All women are not the same. That's your job that God's given to you to be the, the P.I., the private investigator into what this woman or man is all about. Let me, let me, let's
3: bring it back to the temperaments because I think it's important that we uh, get a basic understanding that our spouse's temperament can help de-escalate conflict. I mean, it gives you a framework
4: for understanding triggers and other things. So right? let, me, let me ask you a question because those firstborns, you know who you are. You know exactly how life ought to be. Your husband's driving. He hangs a simple left-hand turn. And it's only you can say, Martha Luther, is, why are you turning here? You got a better plan. And so remember, competition in marriage is not good. Marriage is not a competitive sport. Nobody wins in marriage. And so my advice is have a good role definition in your marriage. Honey, I'll do this, and you do that. And we'll come together on these other things. Without that role definition, I think you'll kill each other. Well, in fact, competition, that does pop up even when you don't assume that
3: you're competitive. Gene, you have a story about that, I think, early in our marriage.
5: I do. That was our our first year of marriage.
4: Those are always fun. Oh,
5: my. And we... Jim and I were working for a company, and we traveled around the country. This was a great
3: first-year thing to do.
5: Showing uh, multimedia presentations, motivational drug and alcohol abuse.
3: Programs at high schools, yeah. right. So we On, went to 17 states in nine months. We had days off. It was
5: great. <laughs> well, that's another broadcast. A long honeymoon. That's another <laughs> <broadcast>. <laughs> it, was a,
3: it was wonderful. I remember one, one time. This is so funny. So, Gene... You know, she has attributes where she she likes a little solitary time. You know, nice. we've been needs, together 24 needs. 7 yeah. for months. And she said, at one point, she said, I'm going to go to the store and just get a few things that we need. And I said, Well, I'll come with you. And she looked at me and said, No, oh, yeah. no, you, you could stay here at the hotel. I'm just going to go do this. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was You dying. don't like me? I mean, we don't, we've been together 24 7 for yeah. like five months at yeah. this
5: point. We just needed to go to the store alone. <laughs> anyway,
3: but that wasn't the competitive <laughs> part. The
5: competitive part but it was the same trip and while we are doing this multimedia show with three large screens and Jim and I would take turns running the different sides of that and this day I was doing the nine slide projectors and the reel-to-reel and if a lamp went out, if a light bulb went out, part trouble. of the screen would go black. So you quickly had to pull that out and put in a new one, and so that was my job. And and I was trying to do it, and Jim runs over, and does it for me.
3: It was like you know karate style. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Yes, the bulb was it in, was. it was up, we were going.
5: But a couple of things happened. One, I was I was put out. (laughs) I was really miffed and felt like, you know what? I'm not good enough. I can't do this by myself. But I also was really pretty horrified that I felt that with my newlywed husband. I did not know I was competitive. I was, what, 25 years old Mm -hmm. and did not know that about myself until that moment. Fiercely
4: yeah. competitive.
5: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't way. realize that. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, yeah. well,
4: a lot of achievers in life need to owe up to the fact that they're competitive by nature. And many times at their spouse's expense or other people's oh, expense. Yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah. But uh, here's the question for a couple who struggles with competition. Who's winning your marriage? And it should be the other one. Yeah. yeah. and Right. There's no winner. Right? Some people are no one still is. thinking, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a team it's the, sport.
5: Uh,
3: your spouse that should be winning, yeah.
1: All right, so that's some great wisdom about personalities and conflict in marriage. Um, Aaron, you and Greg have discussed on this podcast about the introvert-extrovert factor in your marriage. We, we have the same dynamic in uh, our marriage. What was another personality clash that you all experienced besides the introvert extrovert one
0: Mm -hmm. i noticed that greg has many written down i only had one (laughs) written down i think you do you have have three or four over there
2: yeah and we
1: still haven't gotten to how greg gets you to want what he
0: wants so
1: that's that's part
2: two (laughs) Of the The, the one that came very quickly was that i like to pay taxes Aaron doesn't oh that that creates some challenge that would be an issue (laughs) joking
0: isn't it that's hilarious because rule follower not a rule
1: follower, so
2: That's a I wonder which thing? one of
0: us would pay taxes. Good, so so yes. one of you
1: is a rule follower yes. and the other, not so not much. Not so
0: much. I am also, I have a very fast pace in life and I can run hard. I can play hard. I can go, 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 go. And Greg's pace is a little bit slower. It's kind of
1: sedentary. Yeah,
0: kind of. <laughs>
1: like, like a
2: really cool no. sloth.
1: I like to think of your pace, because I relate to it, as steady Right.
0: He's steady. Yeah, he's steady, but it's definitely is slower. (laughs) And but what I always say is it's such a great balance because if it was just me, my poor children would have been dragged around (laughs) um, morning till night doing fun things, but we wouldn't have gotten anything done. And so Greg is definitely the the slower equalizer in our
2: marriage. The first one that came to my mind was um, just personality wise. I, I like more order i'm not, I'm not like a hey, the closet has to you know be perfectly organized in my sock drawer yeah. you know <laughs> color coordinated but I like more order in in Aaron. um how do I say this? <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Erin likes piles, piles of stuff. And so early Organized on, piles. Yeah. I know
0: exactly what is in every pile.
2: Well, the piles would remain. And so I remember the first time I was like, you know, I'll help Aaron out. I love her. I'll just assist. And I so I, I went I through a <laughs> massive pile of stuff only... To be met with someone who was not happy with yeah. me at all. Well, it
0: was like yesterday.
2: I get it now. You
0: cleaned out a drawer that had all of my files with my speaking notes in them. Yeah. And instead of like putting them in my room or, you know, like saying, hey, Aaron, here's these important files. He put them in a box and put them in the closet.
2: Thank the Lord that's what I did and not discard him yes. because she was going, there he is. I need those. Where I'm running they? down I, the street after I the trash truck. I literally got sick to my stomach yeah. going, oh my gosh, uh, I don't think I would have thrown that away. But where uh, would they be? Uh, we found them. He gave them the, the goodwill. I am
1: relating <laughs> to what you're saying because we have much of the same dynamic uh, at play in our marriage. And there are times, I mean, if Dean out of town, I look in the kitchen because I'm cooking and I'm thinking, we need to get rid of some things and redo this cabinet. Oh just, yeah, but uh, it's it's just a like coffee thought. cups. Why do it's, we it's need seven hundred and fifty-five coffee because cups? Because it doesn't help her. Right. It just assuages my weirdness at the moment. And then I'm going to pay a price for it when she gets home. <laughs>
0: well, Greg will do that. He will actually move things and readjust. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> but to him, it makes okay, total so we, sense.
1: We have, to, we have to find out how do you embrace and smile about these differences and not let them be the source of
2: conflict? You have to begin truly with a belief a deeply held conviction that there has to be room for both people inside the marriage. Got it. If 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 I see all these little quirks like like we've talked about this before, but I, I if it was up to me, there would hardly ever be a light on in our house. Mm-hmm. But for Aaron to create uh, the environment that feels mm-hmm. warm to her, every Ambiance. light yes. lamp, you know, whatever is on. Even last night, I I woke up in the middle of the night and i just i i looked around and went something's wrong there's light coming from somewhere to go out in the kitchen to find a light that i'd left on for her cuz she was coming home a little bit later was still on so i could either say my way's right your way's wrong my way saves us money Aaron, your way doesn't but that that can't i i can't exist that way that's not fair to her and she matters her uniqueness and and not only does that matter, but I want to see those things as part of the beauty of our marriage, that we are different. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. But if without that, then those things just become such irritations and annoyances. Well,
0: and it's also, what are you thinking when you see that? Are you thinking, once again, he came in here and rearranged everything. But instead, what I do is I see that he's rearranged something. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. But then I think, how sweet. He was interested, and he took an interest in the kitchen yeah. or in our home or in the function of our house. And
2: Although I'm not allowed to rearrange the piles. <laughs> I learned. <laughs> yes. No, that I, don't the the piles. I cannot. I agree. Right, so I will leave them alone. We have
1: official Don't Touch the Piles posters yes. <laughs> at the website. Uh, details are in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, we also have the Hey, We're on the Same Team posters, which really is the theme for this episode. Good stuff from Greg and Aaron and from Kevin Lehman. And if we can help you in any way, reach out, let us know, uh, give us a call, or uh, the links are in the show notes for a variety of helps, including uh, the book by Dr. Lehman, The Intimate Connection, which we're making available to you as a thank you gift when you donate to the ministry of Focus on the Family today. We also have a free marriage assessment, which is just a few minutes uh, to take, and then maybe the rest of your life, learning about the unique joys and challenges you have as a couple and ways to improve the relationship. Uh, All of that and more in the show notes. Well, next time, Dr. Ron Welch and his wife Jan join us to discuss common struggles with control issues that they had to overcome. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, thanks for joining us. I'm John Fuller. This has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.